Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at CandiceSanderson.com. Welcome. My name is Candace Sanderson. I thank you for tuning in. I am sharing an experience from a meditation at Church of Spiritual Light. I arrived early and I sat down to gather my thoughts before the meditation began. But within moments, I felt this intense tingling on the bottoms of my feet. Within seconds, that energy slowly moved up my calves and to my knees. Next, a vision of an astronaut flashed into my awareness. The astronaut had on a full spacesuit and was walking in some sort of a spacecraft. My eyes drifted toward their feet, where I saw these large, clunky boots that were specially designed to keep them tethered to the floor so that they would not float away in this zero-gravity environment. Moments later, the large fasteners on the boots became unlatched, and while their boots remained firmly grounded on the floor, the astronaut floated upwards. As this short vision played in my mind's eye, let me tell you where I was. I was the observer watching the astronaut. I was also the scribe jotting down in real time what I saw, what I felt. So I was in multiple places doing separate things. Unlike that astronaut who was no longer connected to the gravity boots, all of a sudden my energy body quickly began floating upwards. And this is when I also became the experiencer. I zoomed upward until something stopped me. It was not a hard stop, but a gentle one. When I almost bounced off a wall that I immediately recognized as a membrane that separates dimensions. This is not unfamiliar to me. I've done this several times. This membrane looks and feels like a thin sheet of plastic. It's actually a lot like saran wrap. I slip through it, but in order to do this, it has to be intentional because I don't just pass through it. You have to pierce the membrane. It's not the same as doing a full body slam against it. That won't work. I usually start with my arm or my leg, but you start with some part of your body, not your whole body. I guess you could go head first or maybe even turn around and go seat first. But once you pierce that membrane, it clings to you. It tugs at your energy body. And when it does that, it's removing or maybe neutralizing frequencies that are not compatible with the dimension you are about to enter. Once through that dimensional barrier, 
I popped into a beautiful ice blue gel. Now, let me say, I've never walked through Jell-O, but I think that's what this would be like. The gel didn't seem to be quite as thick as Jell-O, but it was pretty close to it. I stood up and walked, and with each step, as I trudged through that ice blue gel, it surrounded me, and I kept pushing myself through it with every step that I made. I stopped for a second and then tried something. I decided to lie down. But when I did, I floated where I was. I did not sink. There was also something I knew about this ice blue gel. As it penetrated my body, I knew it was sinking into my cells for some sort of healing purpose. I stopped to take in what I was feeling and seeing. One reason I do this is to set a bookmark in case I want to return to this place. It felt cool, temperature-wise. It was such a relief from the hot, humid weather that I have here in southwest Florida. I felt calm, and there was this peace that made me feel like I was connected to everything. Unity. While floating in this wonderful space, I noticed something. I saw a tiny spark of golden light. Very small, but very brilliant. When you are in these extraordinary spaces, things change. Your senses register differently. They register more, more fully than in the 3D. So I really didn't know whether this spark was extremely small or whether it was just very far away from me. Maybe it was both. In these spaces outside the physical, my analytical brain wants to measure things like size and distance, but it usually does not work. As those thoughts pop into my brain, I immediately found myself standing right in front of the light. I did not know how that happened. Had I traveled that long distance to be there? Had it traveled to me? Maybe there was no traveling at all and it had just grown. Maybe I had shrunk. But once again, my observer, being so closely tied to my 3D self, wanted answers. They wanted to analyze. Let me say a little something about that. It's okay for that to happen as long as I do not actively pursue the answers in real time to those questions. If I do, and I've learned this the hard way, I move away from these extraordinary states and I travel back to the 3D that ends my out-of-body travel. Let me get back to the golden spark that I see in this beautiful ice blue gel. However it happened, I'm standing in front of it. And I realize it is in an oval shape. And I think, oh my goodness, that looks like an eye. It's not horizontal, it's vertical. But I realized it was a doorway to yet another adventure. And this adventure would be deeper into those realms of the non-physical. I have a choice. 
And immediately I decided to continue. So when we're in these non-physical realms, we always have choices. Do we return to the physical or do we continue exploring? I explored. I entered this golden passage and immediately I realized this doorway is the eye of a huge male lion. Its fur, its mane are alive with golden sparks of light. Later, I look up the meaning of seeing a lion's eye in meditation, and I found out that it symbolizes spiritual awareness, higher consciousness. It's linked, obviously, to the inner eye, the third eye, and with that, it's associated with intuition, enlightenment, and inner wisdom. But the lion sweeps me up on his back. I don't know whether I'm small or the lion is huge, but the proportions are different than what a 3D lion would be to my 3D self. I am more like the size of maybe a lizard than a person compared to 3D standards. When this happens, I am not shape shifting to be the lion. I'm actually there as an observer. I'm riding on his back. I'm holding on to his mane. And then something interesting happens. A fly or some sort of insect, I see it buzz by, lands on the lion's back. And he reaches his huge head around to snap at it. In retrospect, this should have concerned me. It doesn't at the time, though. But it never enters my mind that he might think I, too, am another insect or a pest. I know that I am safe. The lion begins running, galloping through these golden grasses of what looks like the Serengeti in Africa. Then, in one fell swoop, this great lion rises on his back legs, stretches upward into the night sky. And together, we zoom into the darkness of deep space. As we fly through the cosmos, at some point in time, I let go of his mane, and I float from the body of this magnificent animal. I am now in a void that is not tethered to time or space. Within seconds, I find myself back in that gel-like environment. But it is no longer ice blue. It is golden. I let go and allow. I know once again that I am receiving healing frequencies and I let those energies enter me. Then I dissolve into nothingness. I've been here before. I'm guessing the first few times my observer saw my energy body dissolve, it must have startled me, but it no longer does. When I melt into these extremely expansive states, it feels familiar. I realize I am returning to my true nature, the non-physical realms of spirit. I am no longer floating in those frequencies. I am those frequencies. As I melt into this stunningly beautiful primordial golden gel, I feel my energy frequencies rearranged to align with the cosmos 
to align with everything. I am not part of all that is. I am all that is. I realize that's where the I am comes from. I just am. Not part. I am whole. I drift toward an area that represents newness. I do not really know what that means, but that's the information I receive. It tells me that. New beginnings, new growth. Things begin to take root. I hear that the golden color has the power of the sun. And those ice blue colors represent the waters. The lion represents life force energy. All elements come together in all ways that are best for them to manifest. I begin receiving messages about the lessons. Let me read that to you. Lessons are presented in different ways to different people. Understanding the lesson is not a prerequisite. Allow, let go, breathe, but trust, my love. Trust in the goodness that surrounds you. Trust in the strength that protects you and gives you the energy needed to sustain you on your life's journey. Think within the rhythms of life. Let go. Let love. Become one with spirit, and you will know all is well. Some lessons are learned through trial and error. Some life lessons are learned through experience. Some lessons are learned through trust. Trust the frequencies and the vibrations of the greater good, for that is who you are. Vibrations return to the soles of my feet. As I become aware of this shift of energy, my non-physical form slips back into my 3D body. But as I return, I am changed. I bring with me the wisdom of the ages. It's the wisdom of unity. I am back in my body. The astronaut has come home. But then once again, my energy body begins to melt. And I transform into a cluster of billions of sparks of light. Not just any light, but the ice blue and the golden sparks of light. My observer sees a giant clump of grass, 10 to 12 feet tall. I realize I'm back in that Serengeti environment from earlier. The grass is firmly rooted, and I, as these formless sparks of light, land on the thin, narrow blades. I realize I have now taken form. I am the blades of grass that begins swaying in response to a rather strong wind. Like the astronaut who returned to the anti-gravity boots that keeps them tethered to the ground, I, in the form of blue and gold sparks, have returned to a life form, that clump of grass, that was also grounded, this one literally rooted in a 3D life. 
from other people's perspectives, they might look at this plant and admire its brightly colored blades with sparks of blue and gold lights. But then, one by one, these gorgeous blue and gold sparks leave the plant to return to the cosmos. I began to understand the analogy. I had become the tall blades of grass as my life force, those lights, landed on the plant. But my true form was never that plant. I had only temporarily inhabited that form. I had connected with the 3D to experience that life form. As those sparks leave the plant, I realized something else. I am not those sparks that return to the cosmos. But what am I? Am I now the blades of grass? With those thoughts, the blades of grass begin to move, splitting down the middle like Moses parting the Red Sea. As the observer, I look deep within the heart of this clump of grass, and I see something that surprises me, yet puts a smile on my face. I see the Buddha sitting in that familiar pose with his legs crossed and his palms held upward. Somewhere within that form, I am. In one palm, the Buddha holds a tight coil of ice blue energy. And in the other palm rests the golden coiled energy. And in perfect synchrony, Buddha's hands move up and down like the weights of a scale. The spiral energy moves like a child's slinky, uncoiling from each hand and rising above the Buddha's head, then falling beneath his body to return to the opposite hand. I feel it. I am not Buddha, but my existence somehow resides within his awareness. The balance, the yin and the yang. As my observer moves away, I see the pattern. These rising and falling energies form a torus field with me somewhere, somehow, in the middle. It will take me a while to process this if I ever fully process it. I have a few thoughts, but this was such a magical experience for me. If we allow our lives to unfold, if we follow higher vibrational frequencies, if we trust the wisdom within, what a difference life becomes. Maybe that's what life is all about, trusting in the guidance that moves us closer to our true nature, whatever that is. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to like, subscribe, and share. Remember the importance of kindness. Instead of using words that might be unkind or hurtful, take a deep breath and bring goodness into your heart. 
Be mindful of how your thoughts affect you and others. Let's bring a little more light into our world by sharing thoughts that uplift others. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.